Welcome back, everybody, to the CCB Students Podcast. I am your host, Eric, and I have tremendous news today. We have finally found Jared. Hi, guys. See, I knew we would. He He was gone. There were a lot of theories as to what happened to him. My favorite was that he was part of the raid on Area 51, and I was not sure we would ever get him back. But Jared has returned. Uh, Jared, where were you? We we well. We another talked. theory is that um, when I'm not doing the CCV students thing, I'm a I'm a campaign manager for Bernie Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a theory uh, that exists out there. It's, it's somewhat believable, actually. <laughs> not in any way. <laughs> hey, you're the one who put it out there, so I just want you to get all sorts of shade from anti-Bernie people. As you tour around campuses, it'll be great. It's great to be back. (laughs) Yeah, man. We're glad to have you. Uh, But we also have a guest here with us, none other than Nicole Taylor from Avondale. Hello. That was a great hello. That was it. That was the hello. That was excellent. That was magnificent. It was not the deep Eric Forrest hello. Well, that honestly would be kind of weird if my voice. (laughs) I would gladly not have a man voice as a female. Yeah, so. (laughs) I'm glad. It's perfect. We need a diversity of uh, vocal ranges in this room. Like a barbershop quartet. Anyway, uh, as we always try to do, got to start off with something fun, get to know Nicole a little bit. And I learned an interesting uh, fact that I have many questions about. Um, it, I have been told you sing in your sleep. I do. I sing in my sleep. I didn't know this until I got married. So you don't that, know you don't know what you're offering until <laughs> you get married. That's the best. That was my question. Yeah. Was if you warned yeah, BB totally. or if I you had no idea. I mean, it's not like you know what you sound like when you sleep. Like you have feelings of like maybe I'll snore, maybe I'll do something like I don't know, embarrassing or something. But you don't think you'll sing. But how, I do. How? I do. How early into the marriage did he wake up and say, hey, uh, oh, by the way, sweetie, uh, you're singing. Like the first week, I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, gosh. I do a lot of talking in my sleep too. So if you're lucky, there's a song that comes out too. What, uh, has he mentioned specific songs? I sing Let It Go. I so, don't know why. I've, I haven't watched that movie in years. So you, <laughs> let, let, me, let me see if I'm understanding. Yeah. Um, you are literally in your dreams, a Disney princess. Yeah, in my dreams, but not in real life. <laughs> By all means, not in real life at all. <laughs> that is one of the best things I've heard yeah. lately. Let it go. The, yeah, just singing, let it go. Are there hand gestures? Are you doing the whole, are you building an ice palace while you sleep? Um, my my eyes are open. Are you serious? When I'm talking in my sleep. Wow. So, so you're I also have, a wizard. Yeah, or really freaky. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking other? of this whole thing from BB's yeah. perspective, like how terrifying oh, yeah. to suddenly what, what discover all this. He had this. no idea what he was gay when he got married to me. <laughs> um, but that is one of the bonuses, we'll say for sure, to marry me was my singing. I don't sing any other times, honestly. Dude, not like, a singer. Not a singer at all. Life. Like I know. But you just go full Disney diva once Disney your head diva. hits the pillow. Yeah, once the head hits. <sighs> That Ready. is that is the best. That's I've heard of a lot of like unexpected newlywed things. That's up there. That, yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard one that amazing and unique in a while. I just tell BB, you're welcome every day. You're welcome. <laughs> what song did they sing last night? <laughs> yeah, seriously, it's a good conversation starter. Terrific. Uh, man, I, I would love to talk more about stuff, but we have a lot of actual important things to get to 
as much as I'd love to get BB on the phone right now and discuss <laughs> the uh, the let it go thing. Um, but Jared, what are what are we talking about today? What do we bring Nicole here to talk about? Yeah, today uh, Nicole's going to share with us just about our value uh, for teaming up with our co coaches. Mm-hmm. Such an important thing before. Uh, Nicole dives in. I just I just want to make sure that everybody just really understands why at CCV in our student ministry model we have co coaches. Um, we have tons of people who could are completely capable of leading a group on their own. But here's why uh, we coach in teams. First and foremost, it's a safety thing. Uh, you think about the world in which we live. Uh, you huddle with students and you have a conversation. Um, if something sketchy were to ever go down, heaven forbid, um, it's your word versus theirs. And in our, in our culture, their word is going to win. And we're not going to put you in a situation uh, where you're just going to be unsafe. So that would be one thing. The other thing is, as you think about uh, in our world, the amount of people who are just real creeps and uh, CCV does an incredible job uh, in our safety and security program. But at the end of the day, people are still really jacked up. Mm. And we have coaches in teams for accountability pur- purposes, um, making sure that one another are staying sharp, are staying um, just on point, are doing their jobs. And uh, we can't do that if we're coaching on an island. So that's so important. And, and then the second reason is just really obvious. We can be better if we're together. Yeah. We all have weaknesses. Um, When we team up with another person in ministry, um, our strengths can counter one another's weaknesses. We can reach more students. We can help more students be like Jesus. That's why we value teamwork. But it's work. And uh, we want to be really clear about that. It's easier said than done. And Nicole, I'm super excited for you to share some of the things um, for our coaches today on how we can just uh, team up better with our co-coach. Yeah, there's um, a few different things as I was thinking about this that help our coaches to team up together better. And there were five things that came to my mind. And they're really just five things that if we agree to them, I think it'll be so much better, our whole co-coaching dynamic. And so the first one on there, and this is one of those ones that's going to seem so obvious, is agree to communicate agree to communicate, that's one of those things where it's like you hear this like everywhere, whether you're married or a friendship, like agree to communicate. That seems like an easier said than done one. And it is. But keep each other in the loop on what's going on. This is the easiest way that you can respect your co-coach. And we all want to be respected. And so by communicating with each other and keeping each other in the loop, it can really change your dynamic in your whole group. I think there's a lot of coaches out there, especially any coach that might be listening to this right now. And maybe you're considered an adult coach, like over 18, we'll say. Like you don't need to like think about your age and think you're super old. But if you're over 18 and maybe you are got paired with a high school student and you do junior high coaching together, maybe for you, it's really hard to think of like, how do I communicate with someone like this? So like, do I get a Snapchat? Do I start DMing them? Like, no, like you don't have to be weird about it. You don't have to start Snapchatting them. Like I just envision like, 
if my mom started like sending me like photos with like the dog filter on it, like that would be the strangest thing in the world. I think you just have to text them. Just text them, call them, like whatever it is that works out for you. I can think of a couple of coaches at our campus who do this so well. Their names are Arlene and Aaron, and one's an adult and the other's a high school student. And they meet almost quarterly and just go grab lunch with each other. They check up on each other's lives and then they plan what they're going to do that quarter with their groups and what group hangouts they're going to have and all of that and how the group's doing. And that's their time to check up on their group. And it's the easiest and best way for them to communicate. And it looks different for everyone. That is, uh, that, that's a great note about not, uh, or acting your age technologically, yeah, I guess is a great age. way we could it's okay. put that. Yeah, you don't have to suddenly like try to figure out Snapchat because yeah. you have a co-coach who's... 16 or whatever. Yes. Um, but just both of you on the same page, you know, shooting a text during the week or having lunch every few months, whatever yeah. it is. Um, just just spend some time talking outside of when there's a bunch of students you're responsible for. Right. You can't talk helps, then. Yeah, that not at all. You're just trying to get through group time. <laughs> um, so yeah, build that relationship. Yeah. All right, what's, what's the next um, one? Second one I would say is agree to be consistent. And that's just one of those things where it's like teamwork naturally will build over time. And there's no way you're going to build teamwork together if both of you aren't showing up. But if both of you are committed to showing up to the junior high or high school experience every single weekend together, and you're willing to be consistent in that way, naturally you're going to get a feel of how you guys lead together. And you're going to be able to work through that. It's not only healthy for just your students, but it's... It's essential to you guys learning to lead together. And I think what's so cool about this is consistency, I think for anyone is super hard with anything. Whenever we commit to something, I think it can always be a struggle. So just looking at your coach and like, man, how can I make consistency easier for them? If you know your coach has had a super hard week at work or in school or whatever it might be, just texting them and saying, hey, I'm going to lead discussion this weekend. You, you just chill right there so that they can be consistent and they can show up. Or if you know that your co-coach has planned of like the last four group hangouts, offer to host it or find a student that can host it and just sort of alleviate maybe some of the things that could get in the way of them being consistent. I think if we fight to make consistency easier for our co-leader, they'll do it back for us most of the time. And if they don't, that's all right. Be the bigger person in that and you're still going to have a good coaching dynamic with that. And the third one, I would say for sure as well is to agree to trust. I think it's easy in our world to almost assume the worst about each other, especially mm-hmm. if something ever hurts you, especially if your coach ever says something that somehow like causes you like pain in the inside. Like you think they purposely like tried shooting you in that way. Believe the best about them. Like choose to trust your co-leader and believe the best in them. And that's going to be the easiest way to build trust with one another is by believing the best. And I think also if we want to actually trust one another, like we got to spend time with each other. And so like go hang out with each other. I know there's a couple of coaches in our junior high ministry, one who's an adult coach and another who's a student coach. He's in high school and they play Xbox Live together. 
they play Xbox Live together when they're obviously not at church because <laughs> they're with their boys. <laughs> I hope not. Um, but they play Xbox Live when they're at home. And like, this is how they've like built a relationship with each other and they've like built trust through this. And so they literally will talk about like squatting up and it's so silly, but it's like, I think if we squat up outside of church, like it's easier to squat up when we're in church. And so these these dudes have really set the tone for our ministry in this way and have just showed us like, yeah, hang out with one another, squat up with each other. And it's way easier to trust one another. That's right. And I, I would just like say on that, when when you start to get a notion of you're questioning your co-coach mm-hmm. for whatever reason, um, trust them and respect them enough. Believe the best, just like Nicole said, and then go have an honest conversation. Yeah. Uh, so that you can get those questions resolved. Man, I thought that was such a good point. Yeah, I think that leads us to as well, this is the fourth one, agree to disagree. You're gonna have some really honest conversations as coaches because now you're doing life together. It's almost like you're parenting together, which is fun. Um, (laughs) And you signed up for this because we know that this does life change and it's the best thing to get to be a coach, but you're gonna have some hard conversations with one another and just know it's, it's okay to disagree. Agree to disagree on certain things. Be on the same page with the essentials, but also be okay with disagreeing on the non-essentials. And I think for some of us, it's easy to think everything is an essential and I must fight for everything and everything has to be the way I believe it because God has told me this. And it's like, (laughs) no, like maybe I guess God's told us a billion different things then. Like we are not always right. And it's okay for us to disagree. And that's a healthy thing for our students to see when we disagree with one another. But at the end of the day, we're still going to get along with each other. Yeah, that's, uh, I love what you said about that being a healthy thing for students to see, Mm because not to like even step outside the church. It's such a a polarized society we live in. And everyone just camps up and the, these are my people and these are my people. And so modeling like, hey, we can have different opinions on what is an important issue, but we can still like reconcile and get along and we all still love Jesus. That's a huge thing to model. Yeah, it is a huge thing to model. I think one of the most common areas I see coaches that will sometimes get in arguments about this is dating. They'll disagree on like, should my high school student be dating right now? Like, no way, they're way too young. Or no, let them have fun. What are they going to do wrong? Um, you know, there's actually a lot of things they can always do wrong, <laughs> but we're all human. We can always do something wrong anytime. But just realizing like, man, is that really essential that like we argue about when the right time is to date? Like, no, it's not really essential, but like the essential of that would be, of course, like we want to make make sure these students are staying pure in their relationships. And instead of fighting about whether that student should be dating or not, like, man, let's make sure they have the right boundaries in place so that they can stay pure in that. Yeah, Nicole, I love I love that point. Uh, agree to disagree. Uh, I might just tack on just the the commitment that as, as co-leaders, we would agree in public and disagree mm-hmm. in private. Yeah. The worst time... Uh, to disagree with your co-coach would be in a small group. And then what your students end up and see is divisiveness. And that's the last mm-hmm. thing we want to model for our students. So you might uh, have a question or a potential disagreement with your co-leader, pull them aside after. That would be the respectful thing mm-hmm. to do. Um, it would also be respectful uh, not to just... Um, 
bury it inside just because you you disagree with the the other person. Don't just bury it inside. Mm-hmm. You have a responsibility um, as an adult, as a leader, uh, to confront that person in a very respectful way and share uh, what you're feeling. Uh, you guys can work that out and it's going to make you better. So I just challenge you guys, uh, embrace the uncomfortable conversations as co-coaches because it will make you better. And I think you got one more, right? Yeah, one more. Um, agree to be comfortable with yourself. This is the final one and possibly one of the most important ones of this is agree to be comfortable with yourself. You guys are naturally going to be gifted differently and that's okay. You were probably actually purposely put together because you're so different. If you look at, ask most of the student pastors at your campus, they're most likely going to say they put opposite personalities together because there's variety in that. And there's also goodness in that too. It's okay when we have different beliefs on certain things or different hobbies or different activities, or we talk differently or dress differently. Like those are all okay because our students do too. They interact so differently and look so differently from one another. And when we have a variety of coaches gain to lead a group, man, then if one coach isn't for one student, maybe the other one will be. And that's okay too as a coach. If you're noticing that some of your students are gravitating towards one coach and it's maybe not you, that's okay. Because at the end of the day, as long as they're getting Jesus in their heart, like that's what we care about. And it's not even about our own popularity. Like it's about Jesus being the one that's made famous. And so really, if we take ourselves out of the equation and we're just comfortable with who God's made us to be, then everything's going to be just fine. So play to your own strengths. You have strengths that your coach doesn't have and play to those. That's so true. It's much of what you've said is as you look at it, like this, this is a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's a different one than maybe others that you get into because the stakes are pretty high and because you're kind of thrown into it. Like you don't typically select your co-coach. Yeah. You're just signed onto the team and like, hey, you're going to be coaching with this person. Uh-huh. Uh, but now, now you got to figure out how to work together and get along and balance each other out and all the stuff that you do with other relationships anyway. Uh, it's just super important that we find ways to get it right. Uh, because there's a group of students that are counting on you to do that. So yeah. important. So important. Uh, let me just reiterate your five points. Yeah. What are we going to do to team up with our co-coach? We're going to agree to communicate. We're going to agree to be consistent. We're going to agree to trust. We're going to agree to disagree. That was my favorite one. And we're going to agree to be comfortable with yourself. Five awesome strategies for teaming up. Nicole, we just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for uh, sharing this with coaches. Thanks for leading well in Avondale. Uh, for all of you on other campuses, Avondale Student Ministry is kicking butt. Mm-hmm. And I love hearing stories uh, of what God's doing out there. For, so for all the coaches specifically in Avondale, we love you guys. You have a great leader. Um, I, I hope all of your confidence and trust in Nicole is just, um, is there, you're behind her and charging forward in ministry together. Um, as we, as we finish, we try to have a takeaway for you, uh, as a takeaway, I just want to challenge you, uh, schedule a coffee with your co-coach and, and grow, uh, together, work on your coaching relationship, work on your teamwork. It takes work, 
So go work at it. That would be my takeaway for this episode. And uh, let's just always remember uh, to, to get better at what we do. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, we always know when the coach gets better, what gets better, Nicole? Everyone gets better. <laughs> that was I'm, close. Is that it? <laughs> that was I don't close. Know. I don't know the team. Yes. The whole student ministry gets better. The whole student better. ministry. <laughs> <laughs> we have to get shirts made. That's the I'm problem. like trying to think of different, like, what? how does that finish? I'll go with everyone. <laughs> it was I'm a solid say, guess. I'm going to say <laughs> everyone. <laughs> it was a test. It's all right. <laughs> Leave that in there. C minus. C minus. Have a great week, everybody. 